A man builds a wall of poop after a property dispute. Another man was arrested at the airport after 35 birds were found inside his clothing. And a man living alone on an Italian island is going to leave after 32 years. These are the weird stories for Thories Day on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy. I have three strange stories from around the earth, and they're here for your entertainment. A man built a giant wall of poop after a dispute with his neighbor. This happened in Michigan. A 250-foot-long wall of crap divides two properties. It's a very smelly fence that Mr. Wayne Lambarth says his neighbor, who is a farmer, built after they had an argument or a dispute. Normally, they spread it on the field there, but they decided to make a fence out of all that. That's all crap. It's all, it's all from his cows and stuff. All that right there that you see. That's Lambarth's quote. Lambarth's grandfather developed the farm 100 years ago, but the property was divided. There was a dispute over the property line last year, as a matter of fact. And that's when the manure appeared very close to the house. Jaden is quoted as saying, It's just a pile of shit over there. You see it? It's a pile of shit. Look at that pile of shit. See it? Big old pile. I don't like to see it. Tired of seeing it. Jaden is a tenant. She lives in the house. She's forced to deal with smelling the cow crap every day. This big giant poop wall right out her window. Poor girl. She's just trying to deal with living day to day. It's not even her property. She's a tenant. And she's caught right up in it. In this cow poop drama. Another guy who's a tenant in the building named Coin. Which is a strange name. He has a quote. It's like you can't leave the window open. Hole upstairs will smell like that crap. Man, it'd be nice to have a screen door. We can't do that because then the smell of the manure just wafted right into my kitchen. I don't like it. I don't like a wall of manure. It's part of my daily routine. Didn't sign up for this. You're right, Cohen. You didn't sign up for this. Poor guy. Just trying to pay rent. Also caught up in the crap wall property drama. Coin and Jaden live in the home. They've complained about the smell of the poop, as you have heard. When asked about the poop wall, what did the neighbor have to say about it who built the wall? Well, here's a quote from him. It's not a poop wall. Actually, it's a compost fence. <laughs> I added that laugh. It's a compost fence. This guy's hilarious. It's a big sense of humor. You're ruining lives, sir. I don't really know what the source of their dispute is, though. I need to know more information before I can judge whether this poop wall is appropriate. He might have been screwed over big time, in which case, yeah, absolutely, build a poop wall. He was told that his neighbor did not like the poop wall. Okay. And uh, to that, he responded something inaudible about not liking the price of milk before he got back to work on his farm. This is all this is all farm related. I don't understand farm disputes. I've never lived that farm life. While the manure is a disgusting nuisance, especially as it's in the shape of a giant wall close to the building, local officials say that unfortunately nothing can be done about it because it is actually on the neighbor's property. Oh, this is just a tough one, right? Because it's manure on his property. He can do whatever he wants on his property. He can 
put compost wherever, I'd imagine. And although it's not on the adjacent property, of course, it's going to smell up that adjacent property and anything around it. Yeah, it's a very tricky situation here. Uh, I just really wish we could all get along in this world. Too many disputes. Too many people threatening to build walls. I just don't like that. I want to tear down walls in life. Down with the walls, everyone. I want to embrace my neighbor. Hug him and squeeze him. I think. I don't know. I've never met my neighbor. Maybe I... Well, I want to meet him first. If, if he's okay, then maybe I'll hug him and squeeze him. I want to know what he's into first, all right? A man was arrested at the airport after 35 birds were found inside his clothing. <laughs> How? How do you get 35 birds in your clothing? A man was arrested and charged with allegedly smuggling 35 live finches inside hair curlers from Guyana for singing contests in New York City. Wait a minute. He actually flew from Guyana to New York with the birds on him and they didn't discover them until he <laughs> he disembarked in New York City. He had the birds on him for the entire flight from Guyana to New York. How long is that? That's got to be hours. He's on a flight for hours and no one knows that there's birds on his person. No one working that flight was like, hey, I hear some singing. <laughs> there's some singing coming from aisle 28. Let me check that out. Oh, look, there's some feathers sticking out of this guy's shoes. This seems strange. Eh, probably nothing. He probably doesn't have finches on him. Who would have finches on him? <laughs> what is the name of this maniac? Kevin Andre McKenzie, 36 years old from Guyana. He's a Guyanese resident. That's a funny name for for a uh, nationality. I'm Guyanese. Or is it Guyanese? Am I saying it improperly? I might be. I was never uh, really taught much about this country when I went to public school. He flew in from Guyana to JFK Airport on Monday, according to the complaint, at the airport in New York. Customs and Border Protection officers pulled Kevin aside for an examination. Yes, sir, we want to pat you down. We hear some singing in there. We hear some, we hear some noises in there. Well, what are you talking about? I don't know noises. No, we hear noises, sir. We hear some. You hear that? You guys hear that? Yeah, we hear some noises. I think I hear birds singing. You're going to have to pull over, sir. What? That's not birds. That's my butt. I fart like that. I fart tweets. That's how. That's not a bird. That's not a. <laughs> Do you guys like how I inserted some bird sounds for you just to, yeah, just to round out the article? I'm just trying to give you the full experience here. Put you right right in the middle of the airport when uh, TSA was patting him down for birds. Don't pat me too hard, all right? You might kill some of the finches. So they pulled him aside for an examination and they found the birds. He was charged with unlawfully importing lots of birds. Yeah, you can't import this many birds. Photographs show the little tiny cute little finches. They were stuffed inside hair rollers sealed with perforated netting. Authorities say they were then attached to the inside of Mackenzie's jacket as well as the top of his shoes. How do you get them inside the top of your shoes? This seems very These poor birds were just stuffed into hair rolls. Oh, unbelievable. The uh, traveler was released on a bond. Uh, the investigation found some information about these birds in the singing contest in New York. Are you curious about it? I am because I've never heard of such things. They found that these types of birds, finches, are often entered into singing contests in Brooklyn and Queens neighborhoods. I've never seen this before. I lived in New York City for 10 years. Never heard of this. It says here, In such contests, often conducted in public areas like parks, two finches sing and a judge selects the bird determined to have the best voice. Many who attend the singing contests wager on the birds. 
a finch who wins these competitions becomes very valuable and can sell for more than $10,000. Although certain species of finch are available in the United States, the species from Guyana are believed to actually sing much better and are therefore way more valuable. Mackenzie told the police that he had been offered $3,000 to smuggle these birds in. <laughs> That's what happened. It is not clear whether anyone else has been arrested. Yep, that's what it is. What a strange little uh, plan here. Smuggle, hey guy, smuggling some birds. You put them in your socks, huh? You put them up under your hat. I take them on a plane like that? Yeah, yeah, you put them in your socks and uh, under your uh, hat. And you put them uh, in your vest. But won't the birds sing on the flight or try and fly out of my clothing? Nah, man, you give them drugs. You give them, you knock them out. Now you give them all little uh, doses. Uh, you know, give them some zannies. <laughs> He must have drugged the birds, right? How do you keep them sleeping for the entire flight? I assume they're sleeping, otherwise they're going to make noise in your clothes. Your clothes are going to be singing like birds. <laughs> Just in case you want to know about importing birds, by the way, besides a valid import permit, birds are actually required to quarantine for 30 days once they arrive in the United States in order to prevent the spread of contagious diseases. Yeah. So he was trying to flout the quarantine as well. This guy with his singing birds. A man living alone on an Italian island is leaving after 32 years. Moro Morandi, age 81, moved to Budelli off the northern Sardinian coast in 1989. Last year, however, Mr. Morandi said the owners of the island, which is famed for its pink beach, wanted him to relocate. I will leave hoping that in the future Budeli will be protected as I have protected it for 32 years. He wrote that on his Facebook page over the weekend. Speaking to the media, the former physical education teacher said that he had always been a bit of a rebel. I was quite fed up with a lot of things about our society, consumerism, and the political situation in Italy, of course. I decided to move to a desert island in Polynesia, away from all of civilization. I wanted to start a new life close to nature. After beginning their journey by sea, he and a number of his friends landed on the Italian archipelago of La Maddalena, where they planned to work and make some money to fund the rest of their travels. But after arriving on Budelli and meeting the island's guardian, who was about to retire, Mr. Morandi decided to stay and has remained ever since, looking after the island and speaking to the tourists that arrive. The problem is he's faced a number of eviction notices and threats over the years. In 2020, the president of La Maddalena's National Park, Fabrizio Funesu, told the media that Mr. Morandi had carried out illegal alterations to his hut, a former radio station dating back to World War II. A petition calling on the Italian government to allow him to stay gathered more than 70,000 signatures. But on Sunday, Mr. Morandi announced his decision to finally leave the island, telling the media that he would move to a small flat on the nearby island of La Maddalena. My life won't change too much, you know. I'll still see the sea. <laughs> That's a nice little story about a man who's been evicted off an island. I love how he just sort of lived his life like a wayward individual. I'm just going to travel and see where life takes me. Some people live like, a, like truly like a rolling stone. Like, hey, wherever I land, that's where I'm going to call my home. Wherever I may roam. It's like that Metallica song. Wherever I may roam. Where I lay my head is home. This guy shows up in an island, a beautiful island. He's supposed to go to some other island. 
But the guardian of that island says, hey, you know what, dude? I'm about to retire. Do you want to just kind of take over my job here on the island and just sort of be the guardian of the island? You get to live in this little hut here that used to be a former radio station. Don't make too many changes to the hut. The Italian government doesn't like that. (laughs) By the way, who gives a damn he changed his hut around? Like, who cares? The guy's alone on an island. Like, let him do what he wants. If he wants to talk to, I don't know, a volleyball, let him do it. (laughs) Although if I... I don't know if he if he greeted some tourists and was like, "Welcome to Budeli, hey, and meet my volleyball friend Bruce." <laughs> That'd scare away some tourists. But yeah, why don't you let the guy do what he wants? Get a victim from his island dream job. Who who else is going to do this? This guy's doing it. Obviously, no one else wants to do it. I mean, you probably pay him nothing. You're like, hey, man, just, you know, you can stay there, eat some coconuts, and, you know, we won't make you pay taxes. That's probably the arrangement that he has. How many of you would like to have this gig, though? Imagine just being on an island. There are certain gigs, I've noticed, uh, for instance, there are some islands off the coast of uh, New England that are only really populated during the summertime, the kind of vacation kind of islands. But during the winter, no one goes there, but they'll typically have a caretaker on the island to stay there and watch over it through the winter months. And sometimes they'll put you up and pay you. And uh, these are these are the kinds of gigs that like would be perfect for someone like, I don't know, like a writer, I'd imagine. Someone like a Stephen King or something. Um, I don't know, would you guys be into something like that? I always imagine I'd love to do that. Just be on a deserted island all alone for a whole winter. Storms coming through. The electricity goes out. Oh, you're afraid of the Sasquatch, are you? Perhaps a Viking ship lands on shore and they want to take you and eat you. Eat eat you. (laughs) Vikings don't eat people, Jonesy. Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? It's not what I heard. Yay! Well, hey, that was a grand old time. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Weird AF News. If you haven't subscribed... Please do so if you enjoy it, and tell a friend. Uh, I want to thank those that called and wished me a happy birthday. I published some calls after this. Uh, Great, great calls. Happy birthday from Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal called me, left me a message. That was pretty cool. Some beautiful children singing happy birthday to me, which was a big surprise. I don't know what crew that is, but I'm so grateful. Uh, Mary Bartell and Connie from Georgia as well. Got a call from Michael from Iowa City. And uh, by the way, Michael sent me uh, a lovely birthday gift. Some potato chips that I've never seen before. A brand called Sturzings, which are from Iowa. Burlington, Iowa. Sturzings potato chips. I'm very excited to try this brand of chips. Big shout out to Michael for uh, being such a generous supporter of the show. And uh, sending me a really great birthday gift. And uh, what else? I got a review yeah, finally. It's been a long time since I got a review. Unfortunately, it's a negative review, but I'm just so excited to get one. So I'm going to read it. This is on Amazon from someone named Shane Kaler, who uh, can't stand the show. It's one star, super annoying. He writes, this guy is horrible. His voice cuts to the bone. So of course it's grating when he refuses to shut up. A 15 second headline turns into five minutes, complete with embarrassing impressions Ever know someone that couldn't positively, I think he meant to say positively, or possibly, oh, possibly be funny. Uh, Ever know someone that couldn't possibly be funny if their life depended on it, but they thought they were clever? That's this guy, and he doesn't stop. I made the mistake of trying it out on my flash briefing, and it glitched 
to where I couldn't skip this segment. Oh boy, uh, that was a that was on my birthday around my birthday that um, one star review. Well, thanks Shane for taking time uh, and giving the podcast a try. It's not for everybody, but um, I appreciate you trying it out. And uh, if you guys would like to leave a review, Amazon's one of those places, and also Apple, iTunes. That those are the other places that we get reviews. Uh, the podcast is also on YouTube, and occasionally I get a nice comment, uh, like like this one from Tara. Tara Giroux? Giroux? I don't know if I pronounced your last name correctly, Tara. Please forgive me. Tara wrote, I found your podcast browsing through some weird shit. Yeah, that's, where, that's, how, that's how it's usually discovered, thankfully. Uh, she writes, so I started from the beginning, and I'm only up to December 2017. Excellent stuff so far. Some of it is eerily predicting the future. I would love to see some of the videos you mentioned that I can only access two weeks ago. Anyway, I urge you to continue with this podcast as it makes me feel better about my own weirdness up here in Ontario, Canada. Big fan. All right. Another Canadian fan. Uh, My guess is Shane is not Canadian uh, because I I think all the Canadians like me. I I think I should just move to Canada and just be embraced by my people. (laughs) There's more and more nice Canadians reaching out and telling me how much they appreciate the show. So I appreciate that, Tara. Uh, that was that was really cool, really nice. What else did I want to say? Oh, uh, thanks again for all the birthday wishes and, and uh, calls and emails and messages on social media. I appreciate it very much. You made my birthday uh, a success. And uh, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate all of you for being uh, loyal supporters and listeners and fans of uh, this strange little podcast that I record in a closet. So... <laughs> Hey, you know, it's pretty cool. And if you'd like to support the show by leaving a review, please do so. Uh, As you can see, I could use some positive reviews. And then if you'd like to join the Patreon and support the show that way, you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And uh, thanks again. We'll see you tomorrow, which is going to be Florida Friday, as you know. And so if you got some Florida stories, you want to send me some links, you can do that at funnyjones at gmail.com. So send me those Florida stories. Hopefully we'll have a good episode. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Florida Friday. Let's do it. Jonesy, this is Connie Fortune from Cedartown, Georgia, calling to wish you a happy birthday. Um, when I sent you the email the other day about all the Patriots slowly gravitating down to Tampa Bay, I was just yanking your chain. I can't see that happening either. But anyway, I was going to wish you a happy birthday and hope you are off from your day job today so you can celebrate the right way. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Josie, this is Shaq. And this is Giles. Sorry we missed your birthday yesterday. You did? Oh, that's terrible. But we just wanted to call and tell you that we are listening to the show from Boston. Or is it Miami? Maybe Los Angeles. 
Jesus, Cleveland, where are we? Where are we, Charles? Oh, Shaq, you play basketball so many places, you don't know where you are. That's just terrible. Anyway, happy birthday, Jonesy. Hello, this is Mary Bartell from Sainsville, Ohio. I just want to wish you a happy, happy birthday. And we love you. Listen to you every day. Happy birthday again. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael from Iowa City. And thank you so much for playing your birthday messages and phone calls that you received. Because I heard from Maria from Miami. My amorcito, mi amore, Maria. (laughs) You used to call the show at the very beginning, you'd call all the time. I'm talking three years ago. And your sweet voice, oh, I love to hear that. And it's probably been almost three years. Suddenly you stopped calling the show, and I haven't heard from you for so long. And I am just thrilled that you called the show to wish Jonesy a happy birthday. Uh, I don't know where you've been, but I am just thrilled that you're back and that you called. And Jonesy had to be so excited as well to hear from you after this long silence. So thank you. Thank you for calling and bringing me joy with the sound of your voice once again. Now, Angel, if you're out there listening, please call the show. I know it's been Only a few months since you've lost your beloved James, but it would do all of us weirdos, it would do our hearts so good to know that you're back listening to the show. I know it's got to be hard to be listening without James, but um, anyway, if you're you're back and listening, call call in and, and just let Jonesy know, let us know that you're doing okay. I hope that's the case. We would love to hear from our angel of Weird AF News. God bless you, girl, and uh, please, if you're there, let's, let us hear from you and let us know that you're okay. God bless you, and Jonesy, thank you once again. Appreciate it. Take care. <laughs>